Uh, what's up good people? This is your host here, Josphat, on Village 14. Where we talk anything and everything emotional. And help you to understand the person that you carry around with you all the time. Today I'm going to talk briefly about the cycle of life. I'm going to talk about when you win and when you lose. Or I'm going to talk about winning and losing. I'm going to talk about when you lose, you feel rejected. You feel you are not good enough. And if you are not careful, those feelings might determine what you settle for in life. How you handle rejection might decide what you can do and you cannot do. If you're not very careful, you might be on a course that you've chosen right now or in a station in life or at a position at a job where it's not based on the potential that God has placed in you, but is based on your ability to deal with rejection. Many times you dream, you feel it in your heart that there's bigger things, but when you try to make yourself vulnerable and you throw yourself out there, you feel you can't do it because it's too risky. You can't handle the rejection, it's too embarrassing. So you hold out and stay at a station not because that's where you're supposed to be, but because that's where you have the ability to handle the rejection. Have you ever met up with a person who went for a job interview and they did not get it? And when they come home, they say, anyway, I didn't like the job anyway. I, I think I'm happy here. I, I didn't like it anyway. Obviously, something else is going on there. If you really didn't like it, you shouldn't have bothered going. But they are trying to answer certain voices that began to speak to them. As soon as they were told no, as soon as they were rejected, there are voices that began to speak in their life. And some of those voices are the voices that then come out and say, I didn't like that job anyway. What you are saying is you are settling for where you are based on your ability to handle rejection. The rejection you have faced at the job and station where you are in life, at the marriage, at the relationship and connections where you are, is something that you think you can handle or you have handled. So you're okay with that and you don't want to go further because you don't want to embarrass yourself. It's the fear of rejection. To win, um, somebody has got to lose and when you win it's exciting you are happy you rejoice but have you ever paused to think about the person who lost how they feel or when you win how do you feel and when you lose how do you feel why is it that when you win you think the sky is the limit you can do anything and when you lose you even doubt some of the things that you're doing and you reposition yourself and question your value, 
question your worth. Your ability to handle loss and rejection uh, determines how far you go. There are some people who use uh, rejection to work very hard to prove to everybody that even if you rejected me, that I'm, I'm going to turn out to be the best person that you will need. You will need me tomorrow. You will want me. So they work very hard. The problem is you work very hard to prove to everyone that you need, they need you even though they rejected you and you will succeed. But the most miserable thing is to succeed at something that God never told you to do or to succeed at something that when you dig deep into your heart you know that's not your, your destiny, that's not your purpose. That's not what, why you were born. It's, it's less than that. It's not satisfying. So you can use rejection to inspire you to want to wake up to prove everybody wrong and then succeed but still feel miserable, still feel lousy at the core of your being. Because you're not supposed to use rejection in order to fight and prove everybody wrong. You are supposed to use rejection to not only define you, but to prove to you stations where you're not supposed to stop. That's not for you, yes. That hurts, yes. On the pain, on the hurt. But that's not you. That's not who you are. So that shouldn't define you. I'll say that again. On, on the rejection, on the pain, sit in the, in the painful circumstance of rejection. You are not good enough. You gave it your best intentions. You're rejected. Sit in there, but know that that's not who you are. There has to be something in you that says to you, you are good enough at the core of your being. There has to be something in you that is real, that without doing anything, you are good enough to God. Otherwise, if there is nothing like that, you are going to use the external things to determine your value. And the problem with the values of this world is what is valuable today, tomorrow might change. You might go through hoops to try and please me, to jump and do this and to do that to please somebody. They might be happy today, but tomorrow they will not be because the world is changing. And when they are not happy tomorrow, you will feel the rejection. And then you think, after all that I've done for you. Have you ever heard people use those phrases? After all that I've done for you. They were jumping through hoops to please you. And now that you're not pleased, they regret why they were jumping hoops. They were never supposed to live to please anybody. No one was born to please another person. Everyone is responsible for their happiness, their joy, their progress. But you cannot make me responsible. So you need, there has to be something in you that fully persuades you that you are good enough in the presence of God. The circumstances can change. The job can change. The relationships can change. But who you are at the core of you doesn't. If you know who you are at the core of yourself and you know that that's the part that doesn't change, what it means is whatever changes does not redefine you. Because you know who you are. You never change. The core of who you are, that which God loves about you, never changes. And that which God loves about you is not based on performance or non-performance. 
that never changes yet sometimes the noise in our life the rejection in our life um, challenges us in ways that we actually thought we had outgrown um, the Bible talks about um, the stone that the builders rejected became the chief cornerstone something that they took for granted became what was necessary for them to actually succeed in building the house so the noise in your life can actually spare you to in the right direction until you come to a stage where things line up with who you are I have a friend who has been jumping from one job to the next to the next to the next and they seemed not to be able to settle down really like everybody else would settle down for three five ten years in one job but later on in life they landed a job that combined their passion and their ability to pay bills beyond their wildest imagination so i really clap hands for them for not settling for something that they knew in their heart was less than who they are now the job is not does not make them who they are the job is a confirmation something that links with what was in their heart that they were searching for they know their worth even if this job goes down today that doesn't redefine them because they know who they are a good friend to hang out with so do not allow circumstances to define you because you are not your situation Jesus was rejected and yet the whole world today is benefiting from his rejection he did not use the rejection to really divine his mission he used the rejection to spare him on to line up with the perfect will of God that he knew in his heart this is village 14 with your host here Josphat Kadembo thank you <laughs>